0: You're listening to Cross-Legged with Hira Mehta, Season 2, Stories of People from All Walks of Life. With me, Dr. Bhavi Modi. She's a health evangelist, a blogger, an entrepreneur and a speaker too. And uh, she promotes homeopathic uh, wellness and health care. I'm really
1: looking
0: forward to talking to you. So, okay, yeah, so... Okay. I- Uh, you know Bhavi I know you married very young and uh, when you married and then you became a doctor and it was difficult for you to set up your practice if I'm not wrong so how did you set up your practice where did you where did your journey start from after you became a doctor
1: Uh, Okay, so uh, I actually got married after I completed my DHMS. Now, at that time, that was a diploma in homeopathic medicine and surgery. Uh, So I think it was just that we completed our internships and uh, the families decided that uh, both of us, we have to get married. So I pretty much remember my kids often joking and my, uh, you know, Masi's daughter telling me that, was happened? So, you know you married that young and i do agree that yes it was it was too young to get married because we were not settled down in practice we were not uh, you know uh, the way now that kids look at that you actually have to settle down before you enter into any kind of such responsibility which i totally agree to and so because we were married and we don't want that we are dependent on anyone we tried a couple of things you know uh, in terms of setting up with a pharmacy. And my husband took up uh, various uh, teaching assignments. He's a passionate teacher. And even in college, you know, he could teach uh, the fellow uh, colleagues and everyone. So he took up uh, teaching assignments in Gujarat, all over Gujarat, Goa, Maharashtra. Uh, and when he left his teaching assignments, he was assistant professor in a few colleges. Uh, so that is how uh, we managed. And we started with a, a polyclinic gradually we had our own setup and uh, you know it's always a word of mouth and uh, the only thing we can ensure is that we will not practice
0: anything else except for what is the holistic health uh, care
1: okay so again uh, vruti initially was started as a uh, you know, health and wellness center so that's when okay. uh, we started when my uh, children were born in 1998, we started with our own clinic and we named it Vruddi. Vruddi means progress. So what we had in mind was a progress not only for us but for our patients from illness to wellness. That was the thought behind naming it Vruddi and one more thing is that Vruddi is a formentor of my children's name Viti and Vrushti so It's grew and B and that's how it's Brutti. It stays with us forever because you know, it's like a baby, third baby to us. Uh, And so that's how the whole uh, Brutti was named. Uh, And then as we started growing, everything that we did fell under Brutti. So then we had a Brutti research foundation where we looked into mental health aspect. uh, Till we set up a mental health company, it was all Brutti everywhere. And uh, once we made exit from the mental health company,
0: by me, you've done many other initiatives which are, uh, as you say, holistic uh, wellness. So, yes. tell me a little about these, these little events that you did because I've been participating in a few with you, few walks, and I always am there, even if I can't it walk the whole me, mile. I'm there. And you are always there,
1: uh, so that's what I was mentioning. Uh, you know, so when I was talking about this life today to my husband, I said she's always been there to support all our events, and I thank her so much for that, that you such a strong support for us. Uh, so yes, yeah, so we we do this event called Let's Walk, uh, so we have had till now three Let's Walk, unfortunately this walk was cancelled because of the pandemic. Uh, so what we do is, what we are trying to do, in Let's Walk is, each one of us is so much into the role of our daily lives, that we forget that a simple activity can, like a walk can do so much good to our bodies. Just the walk so during our let's walk we basically educate people about the other initiatives that we run on our facebook group like let's sleep, where we uh, you know stress on hydration uh, then let's sleep i mean uh, hiraja believe me this is the most difficult part where uh, you know to make people sleep is getting so difficult to get them that eight hours of sleep it's like we can't sleep and i'm like why can't you sleep as to what are the techniques that they should be using and how they can sleep better, how they can improve their sleep. So sleep is something that we work on. Then as I said, let like breakfast, you know, most of us miss our breakfast thinking, you know, you just have a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and you rush off with your bag and there's nothing that you're eating. Pura raat se kuch nahi gaya. kuch nahi and then everything you know starts that you will go in for the wrong kind of food and then you are going to just grab something and eat and then you will say bloating or I wasn't but that's because your breakfast is missing
0: Just come back uh, to the breakfast part uh, I want to ask you 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 did let's walk then you did yes. uh, let's breakfast
1: so can you just tell me about let's yes. let's breakfast Yeah, breakfast is mainly to emphasize on the importance of breakfast and the first meal of the day so that you fuel your body and your body is not, uh, you know, uh, it's nourished. It's not like you are moving on and on without eating anything, just like a car without a petrol, if you can imagine how much is it going to go, it's not going to go ahead. So the same way your body cannot go ahead if you're not feeling it well. So that's where let's breakfast come in. And then breathe. You know, most of us breathe shallow. So if you see, you're not breathing from your abdomen, you're breathing from your chest here. So I'm not saying that breathe from the abdomen all the time, but make an effort to deep breathe. Taking as much oxygen as you can. Sometimes I just joke, you know, breathe man, we are all alive. So let's breathe. So uh, Babi, uh, uh, yeah.
0: i I should be saying Doctor Babi. Okay, so Doctor Babi.
1: Babi, Babi, ji, all uh, Please call me Babi. You know when you call me Babi, it sounds as if I'm closer to you, dearer so, to you.
0: <laughs> so Babi, you talked about let's walk. You talked yeah. about let's breakfast. You talked yes. about let's read. So these uh, these sip. little initiatives. Let's sip, drink water. Okay, so you, uh, you, uh, so Dr. Babi you talked about let's walk, let's uh, breathe, let's sip, let's breakfast. Again, yes. these are beautiful, 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 uh, you know, thoughts that you've given us. It In just these five uh, statements that you've made, or these three four statements you've made, you've actually covered the entire holistic and wellness, uh, you know, thought for an individual. You know, I just absolutely. love it. Thank you so much. So a step forward and ask you, uh, Babi. You work in mental health issues. Okay, children are suffering uh, with children who are suffering from learning disabilities, mental disabilities. How do you work with them, and what kind of work do you do with children?
1: Okay. Uh, so here it's basically my husband who's trained into uh, psychiatry and specialized into child psychiatry, he even went to the US to train himself into child psychiatry. So uh, he started the center uh, wherein we uh, provided an umbrella approach to children with special needs. So, you know, it's again not just homeopathy that they need. Uh, they will need a special educator, they will need a remedial teacher, they will need an occupational therapist, they will need a speech therapist, they will need a psychiatrist, they will need a developmental pediatrician. So these are the people that you need when you are trying to groom a child with special needs, you know. So uh, we connected with each one of them and we saw that everybody came to one place. So the mother of the child who is already going through a difficult phase, You know, because it's not very easy. The children are exceptional, Irajee, believe me. Their IQ levels are superb. But the kind of hyperactivity that they show, is sometimes draining to the mom, you know. So that mom, if she has to go to 10 centers for a session, just imagine, you know, it's so difficult. So we decided that we are going to get everything on one platform and we started okay. with a center where we had all these people coming to the center and children didn't have to go anywhere, they would just come to the center and all their needs would be taken care of, uh, The you know their IEPs and everything were made in a way that you know after one professional the next one and in two hours of time you know they got the maximum benefit of all the professionals so that's how we curated this entire thing my role at the center was at the back end actually where I see the seamless coordination that the child is not you know going through any hassles or anything and at the same time my deep interest in nutrition i would often try and see how foods can help these children you know so that was that was the role that i played in prabhil search foundation uh, that uh, mainly handled by my husband supported by my family you could say yes yeah. so that's how i got involved into this whole mental health journey uh, and uh, that's when we started working with schools uh, at grassroots levels you know hiraji uh, for the topping schools you have many people working and giving them workshops but uh, you know, if you go to the rest of the schools, you don't have people giving workshops. So uh, we actually went up to the government of Maharashtra and we uh, tied up with them, telling them that we would provide these services to the schools that needed them the most. Uh, so, uh, we curated workshops specially for children and parents. And at the grassroots level, where we started, we would charge around 5 rupees, 60 rupees a month we would charge just because that 60 rupees would give us commitment uh,
0: Dr. Bhavi, I want to ask you another question which is more to understand homeopathy okay, Uh, on what principles is homeopathy actually based
1: so homeopathy is based on this uh, beautiful principle called likes cures likes Okay. so what does it mean now when I say likes cure likes uh, when I say likes cures, likes, what I mean is um, that homeopathic medicines are made from natural substances. So I'll, I'll just give you a small example of onions. When we cut chop onions, we cry. Okay, so now when a patient who comes to me with cold and has lacrimation, which is acrid and cold Where there is a thin watery acrid discharge, my medicine for that patient is going to be made from onion. It's called alien sepa. That's how homeopathy works. Okay, so a, a drug that can cause that symptoms in you is the symptoms that it will cure. So we don't go by the names of the diseases, but we go more on symptomatology. So it's like painting a portrait, Hiraji. So if you, see a, if you see a painter, they will always paint the finer nuances of you. That's how it makes it you, right? Just painting a thobra is anybody. Just an outline is anybody. But the eyes, the nose, the ears, are structure, all your lip structure is what defines you. It's so individualistic. So that way homeopathic medicines are also very individualistic. I like to call it the designer medicine. Uh, Hiraji having uh, thyroid and me having thyroid, the medicine is not the same. Because Hiraji is so full of life and uh, so outgoing, wants to do everything, wants to achieve so much, even after 60. And I am somebody who solace in my house and I don't want to even get up from the bed. I don't even want to do my cooking. I don't like to make friends. How does my kaise same the it cannot be the same. So these are the things we consider. So your mental attributes, your physical attributes, your genetic history is what is taken into consideration when prescribing a drug to you. Your sleep, your dreams, even your dreams matter. You know, so when we take a case history, people often feel you're crazy. kya know, mera sapna what's eczema? You know, that is what they feel but because the kind of dreams that you get or the kind of personality you are whether you are anxious or whether you're a personality type a or whether you're an outgoing personality matters to us because my drug will completely change okay so i always give them time and i counsel them and i tell them that if you don't tell me who you are my medicine won't work for you simply won't work for you because i don't know who you are So it sometimes takes around two sittings or three sittings to get the entire history even. There are patients who are very upfront and come up with their history uh, in the first go. There are patients who are quite reserved and wouldn't like to divulge too much in one shot. They would first like to understand me also because I'm also a human, no? So they want to know what kind of person I am, whether I go out and tell somebody, whether I'll bitch about them, whether I'll talk about them. But that's where they have to gain confidence in me and feel that no, whatever is spoken in the room remains in the room. It doesn't even go out, you know? So that's how even relatives have now started coming to me who were really wary of, Nahi re, Baba, sabko chal ye problem. And now they have that confidence that no, if we go to her, things are not going to be told to anybody. So that confidence, I think each doctor has to give to their patient that your history is like, your health is our priority, we always say, but what you talk to us is also very confidential and it's not shared with anyone. You know? So once that trust builds, they give that history and that's how we are able to help so many patients.
0: Because when somebody talks about homeopathy, they say, how is it possible that such a small dose can have such an
1: effect on and Absolutely. So as I told you that homeopathic medicine acts on your psychoneuroendocrine axis. So basically, it's absorbed to the rich plexus of nerves on your tongue. And from there... The capillary action; it's absorbed into your body, and that's how it functions. Now, uh, there have been a lot of claims, Hiraji, that it's a placebo medicine. He' nahi hai. okay? That's because if you test the homeopathic medicine, it is, uh, uh, you know, so diluted. There's a special process called potentization, which releases the latent medicinal power of a substance. So that's potentization. And it's a very specific way that you have to do it. And, uh, you know, medicines are, homeopathic medicines are prepared that way. Now, these medicines, because, you know, we have medicines made from arsenic. It's a heavy metal, it's a poison. We have medicine made from lead. Again, a heavy metal, again, a poison. I have medicine made from a snake venom. Okay? So if I give you a venom, SAD, But because of potentization, The original drug substance is so small and so minute that it, the latent power of the medicine is released but physiological effects will not come to your body. And hence it was said that it's a placebo effect but thanks to IIT Mumbai professor Dr. Jayan Velare. He studied homeopathy and has been able to prove that it exists in nanoparticles, so thanks to the nanotechnology and Hill, our founder, Dr. Samuel Hanneman, 200 years back, he would, you know, he could uh, see that, okay, nano, nanotechnology, karke hai, we didn't understand earlier, but yes, he did visualize that. So today I feel that what a man he was, that tuppy, he knew about nanotechnology and that's what he used. Now That's these amazing. are in various potencies like you will have 50 c you will have 200C, you will have a 1M potency, then you will have centesimal potency. So what potency to choose, uh, when to give is the art of homeopathy. So homeopathy is basically an art and a science book. So the practitioner needs to know the potency is this time. Hai. So a lot of my patients generally ask me, why don't you give us the name of the medicine?
0: No, so now I was going to ask you. Babi, that was <laughs> what I was going to ask you. Is that, you know, uh, if there are some, there are some uh, homeopathy pills that are sold on the counter for uh, yeah. general uh, illnesses.
1: Yeah. What is that? So basically, I'll just give you a small example. If there's an injury, everybody now knows that ARNICA 30 is your medicine. Because that acts on the specific organ. Okay, for injury is the injury. ARNICA 30 karne hi wala. So you don't need to resort to a pain pilar. so it's okay to take over the counter. But now did you know Arnica was used for fever, you didn't know that, right? But as a homeopath, I know that I can give Arnica even for fever. So this is why we don't give away the name of the medicines. But at the same time, there are certain specifications of each medicine. So like uh, we have curated a kit uh, at Vridhi, a home kit and a travel kit, okay. So now the, what we have done is the common ailments, we have picked up the medicine which has affinity for that organ and given it to you duly labelled with the dosage and everything. So that if you're traveling or in a pandemic like this, but if you have my acidity medicine, you can simply have three pills three times a day for and you will be sorted. So yes, we have worked on those organ-specific medicines which will help you. You know, a little before you reach the doctor. So it's not like it can take care of everything. But for the small ailments, yes, definitely you could resort to those OTC medicines. Talk to your doctor, resort to that OTC medicine. But a constitutional medicine, I would never give away simply because you would not know when to take it, how to take it.
0: Before you go, uh, just give me three tips. Uh, Please share three healthy living tips.
1: Okay, eat good food, sleep well, breathe well. And I would add one more. Is that you, know, you need to manage your stress, Hirathi. Everybody has stressors in life and stress in life. So I cannot tell you that stress is no. So you know, I, I don't like this, that stress is You know People tell, hey, stress not you stress? to stress not hai. What makes the difference is how you manage your stress? You know, how are you going to manage yourself, stressors, that is very, very important. So you have to learn to manage your stresses well. So it's not like stress. So stress you're born wala hai. it can be a positive stress or a negative stress. But how you manage your negative stress is more important. So you know learn to respond rather than reacting. Learn to be in gratitude. Loving yourself is something that I advocate. Have a me time. know that's very, very important to manage your stress. Because when you love yourself, when you have your me time, you automatically relax. You automatically look at things in a positive light. You are a better person, a happier and a healthier person. People around you are going to be more happy and healthy if you don't give importance to yourself. So you know, little uh, selfishness, zaruri hota hai. And I I heard this from one of my friends, which I now quote. It's called selfish. Zaruri hota. It's not selfish. It is selfish
0: that's lovely
1: do that stay
0: healthy and stay happy thank you Bhavi. that was a lovely conversation thank you so much for spending time and talking with me uh, there are lots of tips that you've given especially i just love the five uh, lets uh, that you suggested and uh, so thank you so much thank you Bhavi, thank you so much
1: being with thank me. you. Thank you. Thank you, Ji. Uh, you know, you always motivate me. Uh, I always come up to you and I look up to you. Like, this is how I want to grow old. You know, so you are such a lovely person. I, I can't thank you enough. I love every bit of it. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Until we meet again, please keep listening to Cross Leg with Hira Mehta. It's me Hira signing out. Namaste.